Hello everyone, welcome to another episode with Talk Room with Willie. So today I have a guest with me, but before I introduce, I'm going to introduce myself. I am your host for today's episode and my name is Omolola Otugalu. So with me, I have Songoli Henweso. Hi Songoli. Hi everyone. So we have a very important topic we'll be talking about today and that's developing self-confidence and esteem. So before I start talking about this, before we start talking about this topic, I'm going to like to brush over the topic from last episode and the topic is procrastination. So with this topic, I can relate very well because I, I love procrastinating and it is not a good thing to do and for for a christian youth for like christian generally for everybody it is not good to procrastinate for example if you are a student and you have exams as let's say you have an exam in a month and you keep procrastinating and saying i'm not going to study today i'm going to study next week so i have a lot of time i have four weeks before the exam Tomorrow, you say the same thing. Next tomorrow, you say the same thing. By the time you know it, you have just a day before the exam. And then you discover that you have a lot of topics to cover and you can't finish studying in a day. So procrastination is not good. And another example is you saying, I'm going to read my Bible. Tomorrow, I can't read my Bible today because I'm tired. I want to sleep. But what is stopping you from reading your Bible when you are free? You were on social media, you were on Instagram or something else. And when it's time to do to do your quiet time with God, you procrastinate. Or you say, I will not give my life to God today. I want to enjoy life. So I will give my life to God tomorrow. Who says you can enjoy life while you, when you gave your life to Christ? Who says that giving your life to Christ is boring? So if you want to listen to more about procrastination, you can go to Anchor and listen, and go to Talking with Willie. And then you will see episode two for procrastination. Now let's talk about let's talk about today's topic, which is developing self confidence and esteem. So, Songholi, I'm gonna ask you, um, what do you what does self confidence and self esteem mean to you? Um, I think self confidence to me is um the the belief in yourself more or less. It's the belief in, you know, how much you're worth. It's the realization of how much you're worth and your ability to carry yourself with such confidence the ability to you know lift your shoulders up and you know carry yourself high knowing that you're worth it and you know self-confidence is self-confidence to me is your ability to act it out your ability to for it to it comes out of you it's your ability to lift up your shoulders to walk with courage and then i think self-esteem is more like the it's more in your mind at that point your self-esteem is your self-worth while your self-confidence is what reflects in you like it's what shows outside that you have a good self-esteem so that's how i would describe them oh that's really nice yeah i can relate with that so among the youth today in today's society do you think they have high self-esteem and high self-confidence or do you think they, they think about themselves as being not worthy mm. of doing things um, do youth of today have self confidence? I don't think so because um, if they had so, um so much self confidence, then the peer pressure will not be as much of a problem as it is right now. You know, now many people there's nothing like individuality or you know having your own beliefs. Many people are going with the crowd, and self confidence comes from understanding your self worth and your identity and who you are as a person. You know what matters to you, what are your values, and not compromising on them, like it. 
owning up who you are and owning who you are you don't compromise your beliefs and you know you don't compromise the things that are important to you you carry that pride you know regardless of where you go to i can give an example yeah sure so like when i was in high school so i went to school in nigeria i didn't go to school here and um, when i was in high school in nigeria i moved from two schools so i went to a school called life arts in ibadan and then i changed to another school in lagos called queensland academy and you know even if it was like school with let's say you know parents who could cater for their children at the same time it was two different demographics like life all had more school like more children of ministers and governors like i remember that my my best friend when i was in life was, i never knew until like very late like after a year her dad was the governor of ondo state mimiko wow i never knew so um that's not i'm not just giving background to yeah give no because i was from ondo the, state too so i know yeah, mimiko. Mimiko. Mm-hmm. so um his daughter was like my best and i didn't know that you know that was his daughter until maybe wow. visiting the they're so humble they're very humble people. That's really nice. So you never know. All the children graduated from Lifeboat. So um, when I now went to Queensland, you know, Queensland, they were not as, they were not as affluent as Lifeboat was. But, you know, many times you may feel they had more, they were more, they introduced to me more about the world. Because Lifeboat, we were more sheltered. While, like, our school was on a hill. So we didn't even wow. come. <laughs> and then, you know, with Queensland, it was like, okay children from good homes but you know they're more you know more free like they know more about the world they know more about doing things they're not as sheltered and so it would have been easy for me then you know they were more the things that they did were crazier than life or like even just your relationships with guys or you know the things that they did in those relationships you know it's very easy to be a girl and be like oh you know a guy likes me or Oh, you know other girls are doing this with him so you know let me just try or you know because it's supposed to be normal then you know you try and now pressure yourself into doing it or like the biggest example why i brought up the school thing is because when they see me they just call me Ajay butter i said it's okay <laughs> because it's okay now because uh, me too I don't, I don't like to suffer so <laughs> let's cook with say i'm Ajay butter but you know sometimes like there was this thing where girls used to sag their skirts it was a common thing in the school then. wow that's they new. used to like wear their skirts under their navel and for me i wear my skirt on my waist Hmm. And so for the longest days to say, why are you wearing your skirt on your waist? You're supposed to wear it, you know, and you wait, like, on your hip. I used to wear it my, on my waist, like, on my navel. And it was a huge thing, you know. They were always talking about, oh, this year, um, skirt, you know, pull it down. Like, I had seniors that want to pull down my skirts for wow. me because that's what everybody's doing. That's but in life, was, our skirt stayed on our waist, and that was what I knew. And so I never took my skirt down. All of a sudden, everyone's skirt is up. It's like, I carried that skirt. Like, I mean, having the only one in the school, you know, having my skirt up, like, on up, instead of, like, at the bottom, like, just at your waist. Mm-hmm. Mine was, like, up and neat. And then all of a sudden, everyone has their skirt up. Like, nobody wants to put their skirt and sag their skirt. So, and you had an influence on them. Exactly. That's really good. And, and it's, like, it could have been easy to just... If I didn't have the confidence around knowing that, you know, I'm not doing anything wrong. This is my skin. I'm comfortable in it, you know. This is what I know. I'm not going to compromise. Then, you know, that's exactly what, 
you know, gave me that confidence. Even in the decisions I made, it was always, I'm not going to be peer pressured into doing something that I don't want for myself. So even with the confidence, there were, I was like a senior when I was a junior student. Wow. Like, you know when you're in GS2 and then you're playing with SS3 to the point where they're punishing everybody, you're standing by the side and looking at everybody. Oh my gosh. Like the, the self-confidence breeds respect and things that people can see confident. It's, they can see your, your self-esteem reflecting your self-confidence. Like, so like when you look at yourself and you define your worth, because really people cannot rate you less than you are. Once you accept your worth and then you live up to your worth, you know, this is what I'm worth every day. You say to yourself, I'm worth it. Or, you know, I'm beautiful. I'm this, I'm that. I'm smart. I have a lot to offer. You know, you cannot bring me down. At the end of the day, people see that and people know to respect it. So I really enjoyed like school because I had that respect because I carried myself. But and I didn't, you know, waver in any of my beliefs or anything that, you know, I thought for myself. And one person that was a big role in that was my mom. It, it's not even like she raised my self-confidence, but it was when I was changing schools. She told me something that was, um, she was like, um, don't change yourself to fit in with anybody. Mm-hmm. She was like, you're you. I think she understood when she put me in that school that it was a different world from the world that I had come from. It's a very good school, but I'm just saying like the disparity between life work and that school mm-hmm. was, oh my God, it was different. Like life work is well you know that other school was a regular secondary school so my mom was like you know um you know don't change yourself for anybody and you know that thing she said even when you know they want to say pull down your skirt who do you think you are you you know i'm worth like it's me like this is me and it bought their respect like even from teachers even from you know students so i don't regret it yeah that's a really good that's a really good advice from your mom. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in secondary school, then I, I, like, I had this belief that no one can ever bully me without me retaliating back. Even though people were calling me SUSU, Christian, Christian, she's always going to school fellowship every Friday. You can't go to fellowship and not see there. Like, if the professor was like, oh, you have to stay behind on Friday for something like that, I would say, oh, I have to go to fellowship. So, <laughs> Anything we have to do, let's do it quick. Cause I gotta be at fellowship by two, so everyone, everyone always called me the SU, the SU. But then I had, I don't know, I just had this repelling spirit against bullies. If you try to bully me, I retaliate, and I think that kind of affected me. Cause even though people, people knew I. I went to fellowship. Um, I'm a diehard Christian, diehard fan of Jesus, <laughs> and I'm in the school choir. But the fact that I retaliated, like, I think I didn't leave the battle for, for God to fight for me. Even like, cause it made people think it is fun to bully me, and mm-hmm. it kind of affected me too. Cause I have this, I have this um classmate. He sits behind me. He he, he took it as is is duty to bully me like uh-uh. like he's gonna say idiot stupid cousin us all i'm gonna do is to slap him all i'm going to do is to punch him like i just can't sit down and you come and call me names and me not getting up to defend myself mm-hmm. forgetting that i already have someone that should defend me that would be a great defender for me there was a time let me let me let me say this example there was a time i had this napkin 
there was I love um four ankles, like they make them with four, like animal four. I don't know if it's animal four or fake four, but I just love the way it's fused against my hand. So it was my favorite hanky then. I was always walking around with it. I would get home, watch it, make sure it's dry, and then take it to school again the next day. So one of my classmates then it was like, hmm. You're this girl that you're always walking around with this napkin. Who even knew if you use it to wipe your buttocks? Ah, uh, I was, I was very, and I knew I had a temper when I was in secondary school. Like, I was always trying to fight back against bully, like not even ignoring them. Because when I ignored him, I just feel this uh, rage. I feel this rage within that I have to let it out. So. The next thing I knew, I had him against the wall and I was beat. Like, they took that guy away from me because I beat him up. People were, like, so scared of me. Because when, when my classmates were having boyfriends and girlfriends, the guys, the guys can't talk to me. They, they would go to my other brother and say, can you talk to, her? Can you talk to your sister for us, please? Because uh, I can't talk to her because she's not smiling. And, like, I think it was this year I started noticing that I have a nice smile. But because that's why I say it affected me because I was always walking around with a frown. Even my brother would be like, you two smile and stop letting your your classmates disturb me. Because they're always coming to me to talk to you that they want to date you. And I'm like, I'm not dating nobody. It's good. Please keep frowning. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not dating nobody. So nobody should come meet me. So back then, there was a time one um, of my classmates came to me. And then he was like, hey. So, so, so person wants to talk to you and I'm like if so, so, so person wants to talk to me let him come by himself talk to me so, and then it was like hey you two same that you're always frowning you're always doing this and I'm like I feel like if I didn't frown like you guys would take me and I'm even frowning and you guys are still trying your best to bully me and there's one thing about high school there we always be a bully there's always. nothing else you can do there's no like if no matter how good you are no matter how bad you are they will always be a bully so it's up to you to choose how to fight against them so back in secondary school then and then i think i ha i don't know but back then on the street my mom like some people be saying your mom is the woman that go that walks around them that goes to work in the morning and comes back in the evening so what who is calling and then it described her and I was like, yes, that's my mom. And then it was like, oh, so that's your mom. Oh, why is she not smiling? I can't even approach her and talk to her. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why she's not smiling. When people came to me and they were saying the same thing about me not smiling, I was like, I'm not smiling and you guys are bullying me. So when I smile, what will happen? So me talking about this um, story and giving examples is to make a point that you can't fight your fight. Sometimes you have to leave it alone for God to fight for you. I had self-confidence. Like my self-confidence back in secondary school was 100%. Even now. <laughs> even now, it was 100%. But the what I'm trying to say is with your self-confidence too, you have to learn to like leave it for, leave some fight for Christ to fight for you. Because developing your self-confidence in Christ is very very crucial and important so now some holy uh, i want to ask you a question about you do you think some youths their self-confidence in christ is zero and their whole self-confidence in themselves is hundred then do you think it's supposed to be that way uh, so that's like vanity exactly that's basically vanity i think vanity 
is definitely part of, part of it. Like that's why people have Instagram, you know. That's why people are interested in you know showcasing certain parts of their lives. You know, maybe today you go out for lunch, you want to show everybody, plus you put the location there, you know. Then my friends know where I. Then it's less about um you know self confidence of oh this is where I'm at in life. I'm more about oh I want to show others and you know I just want to match up to it. But there was something you said about self confidence just now. There's something you said about self, like about your mom and about yourself and all things that people would have liked if she had low self-esteem. People would have liked if she did not carry herself, if she was smiling with everybody, you know, to please everybody. If she was always smiling, it would be like she's trying to please everybody. And that's what people would like because nobody likes and like nobody likes to do work. Even when they know that you deserve more than they're willing to give, you know, they want to bring your self-confidence down so that they can give you less than you deserve. And honestly, when you carry yourself and they cannot approach you the way that you're carrying yourself, they never had anything too good to offer you. Like, they never really had anything because your self-confidence, it's a part of you. And in a relationship, if I was supposed to bring myself down, if my self-esteem was supposed to go down because of my partner, the relationship will suffer. It'll be almost like as if it's just, you know, slavery, like servitude towards him without, you know, knowing myself. And when you said self-confidence in the youth, you know, does it is it like a thing now? I definitely think that people do not know their worth. Because when you know your worth, even all these little relationships that people get into, you know, at 16, 17, all these ones that have no purpose, you know, except to validate you because or you just want to feel like you're important or you're special. If you had self-confidence in yourself, honestly, you'll wait because what God has in store for you and what you deserve is still out there. If you're 21, it's not a 21-year-old guy. If you're 18, if you're 16, if you're 14, it's not going to be in little boys that they themselves have not defined themselves like mm -hmm. they don't know what they want out of themselves they have not finished building their own they think talking to a girl is confidence but that's not it confidence is in knowing yourself knowing who you are like regardless of anything regardless of where they put you in life you know you know yourself and you know the values that you intend to uphold so um with the youth i'll definitely say that you know just even we just look at the little relationships <clears throat> the little relationships that they have you can already see, you know, so much need for validation, you know, so much need for, I want my partner to do this maybe because, you know, my friends are getting it and I just want to show them too that, you know, I can have someone else care about me. But honestly, the only person that needs to care about you is yourself because you're enough. And, you know, relating it biblically is when you understand your purpose in Christ and when you understand the love that God has for you. And when you understand that you're never alone, when you understand that, you know, there's someone bigger, there's someone higher that, you know, is in love with you. Not because you can give him anything, but just because you are holy and wonderfully made. Why won't your self-confidence rise? Like, that's part of, I think, you know, Christianity is part of helping in your self-confidence. And I'm not saying that every Christian, you know, has high self-confidence. What I'm saying is that, 
um, many times Christians have low self-confidence because the world just slaps you right and left like you're ridiculed just like how you say s you know they're calling you s you it's like but then the, that's the thing about self-confidence and self-esteem is you know I know who I am and I know the God that I serve and I know why I'm serving him and I know what I'm doing and I'm confident in what I'm doing I believe in what I'm doing so you cannot tell me otherwise and you carry yourself that way oh they will love you like all this one that they're doing is because people are afraid of the unknown. They're afraid of what they do not know. So they don't know, they don't understand why you're deviating from their normal. But you understand the grace that you behold and the glory that is found in Christ. And so you will not even, you know, bother about, you know, what they have to say or what they think. And that's where your self-confidence now stems from. Like that's when your confidence grows because you know who you are in christ and you're not going to deviate from me because of words like what can words really do to you for me to think about what you just said it's it's, it's taking me back to high school i think back in high school then i had 100 self-confidence in myself but my self-confidence in christ even though i know who christ was and i was always going to fellowship my self-confidence in christ was not enough because back then if i had known who i was in christ I don't think I would, I would like retaliate to everything at every single time. There are some stuff that I will listen to and just ignore. Because you, by ignoring them too, you are it's trying, it's, it's very painful for them because they keep coming back to me because I was always giving them a reply. I was always up to fight against them. I was always retaliating back. So... That what that 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 didn't help matters at all at all back in high school. So like, like I said, your self confidence in Christ matters. If you don't if you don't have confidence in the God you are serving, how are you supposed to have confidence in yourself? Because you like Song Holy said, you believe you are beautifully and wonderfully made by Him, and if you are made like Him and look like Him, then you should know yourself what in Christ. And you it don't let it will reflect in your personality. Nobody will be able to put you down, no matter what anybody says. Mm -hmm. That's why some people there will be rumors going around against them about them. That is not true. But they are not fast to retaliate back and say, "Hey, this is not true about me," because they know their identity. They they think like some people will say, "What you think about me is not what matters. It's what Christ." What God thinks about me, because I, think I about my own and self. what I think about my own self. Because at the end of the day, it's God that I will give answer to on the judgment day, not you. So that's why I I I take it slow. When people tell me something about someone else, uh, it's even though it's it makes an impression on me, and I start looking out for whatever someone told me about that person at the same time i try to look out for the good qualities of that person and i try to be open-minded that it might be a rumor it might not be true so i just look out to someone else so for uh, in our society today we have so many youths dealing with mental mental issues some have schizophrenia some are depressed some have suicidal thoughts and I have noticed among Christian brothers and sisters today that when something happens, they start falling, they start losing their self-confidence in Christ. That is when, especially for someone who got converted recently, or maybe before before he got converted, he was he was addicted to 
pornography, he was addicted to fornication, <laughs> he was addicted to something else. So when Christ saved him, he was able to he was able to fight against it. Now something happened, like he had one challenges in life and then that challenge made him feel depressed, made him feel disappointed and he started losing his confidence in Christ. And guess what? He started falling into the same temptation he already overcame. So what do you have to say about youths that fall back to their vomit because they lose their confidence in Christ? <laughs> I, um, I think that Christianity is not easy. And, you know, saying people fall back, it's not uncommon. When we say people fall back, it's not it's not a straight road. I think on this journey of discovering God, you know, we started when we were younger, when your parents take you to church and, you know, you're introduced to God for the first time and then you stick with that. But I think the real beauty of Christianity is when you start to question it for yourself and when you fully understand what you're believing in. And so if you're not fully understanding what you're believing in, you can't even have any confidence in Christ. Like, what do you what do you know you're having confidence in if you don't understand what you're believing in? So I think that the stumbling block comes as a beginner, that's normal. Even as, you know, someone that has done the work walk every day, you know, there's some days you don't feel up to it. There's some days all you can you cannot pray. All you can do is bring up your um worship songs. So I would say that, you know, going back to your vomit is not it's not uncommon and you know that's the grace his grace is sufficient for us all exactly. and so they'll find their way back you confidence in christ comes much later it doesn't come look at babies for example you know you, i keep on using this analogy because i love it it's the um, feeding of milk and meat and you look at babies and they start with the milk and when they start with the milk you know they're just drinking they don't have any like or let's say even standing you know they first start from laying down then you start propping them up with pillows. Then they start, you know, sitting up on their own before they even take that step to walk. You just see so much fear in them, like in the beginning, like so much fear to walk or do anything. But then eventually, you know, they become, they start Confident. walking, they start running, they mm-hmm. start jumping and because their feet is steady. So I think, you know, they you get confident, especially from, you know, when you're surrounded by people. That's one thing about developing self-confidence. You're surrounded by people who can't uplift you. Because you want to build your self-confidence, then you gotta make friends with people who, you know, are not even it. Like they don't care about you. They don't care about, you know, your work. And as a Christian, you know, one thing you need is Christian friends. Mm. Because the world is very daunting when you don't have Christian friends, you don't have friends who are in the same like wavelength as you with the same values as you. So you now end up um you just end up just on your like you fall back that's you when fall back it's back. easy to fall back temptation like i can't remember the, the, the bible verse but there was a place in the bible that says brothers build yourself up when you surround yourself with christian brothers and sisters that's where they help you the hope that's where your confidence comes from so even if you feel like falling they, they are always there to give you words of enlight, enlightenment. And that's the very important thing. The people you surround yourself with. that's the beauty with. of the church. That's what the church is supposed to be. Not mm-hmm. The church is not supposed to be an institution. It's supposed to be a body of people coming to Christ. So I think that, you know, with that, like that's one thing about developing self-confidence, surrounding yourself with people too that align with your own values. And, you know, they make you know what you're doing is good. Don't go to people that, you know, those friends that are okay with the smoking or the drinking or the wild parties or the you know you go to people who 
you know when you're around them you're confident in what you because you're confident in your beliefs you know you're growing every day they encourage you not people who would you know bring you down of why are you doing that oh my god it's so this oh my god how can you be doing that are you really doing this i have all sorts of friends lola knows no, I, do. <laughs> I have all sorts of friends um i don't just have christian friends but i can do that and i can um, insert myself into their lives because i've grown in my own self and in what i believe in and you know there was one thing one of my friends told me she told me this as she was smoking in front of me and she said you know one thing i appreciate about you is that even if i know you're not like me i don't feel condemnation i don't feel like i'm being judged i don't feel like i'm being condemned and for me, you know, that was the most beautiful thing I had heard. It was around my birthday. So that's like my birthday present. <laughs> because it made me realize that I was practicing love. Like they knew I was not in support of what they were doing. They knew I would never say, you know, it's okay. They knew, you know, their wildlife. I would never come out and say, oh, you know, this is what you should do. do or mm-hmm. this is, you know, acceptable. I'm not going to create excuses for you. But then at the same time, they can feel love. And the day that they're ready to come to Christ... I'll be there to help them. And so, you know, I think it's, that's like self-confidence. You cannot, once you're more confident in yourself, once you've built yourself up, like, because I have beautiful friends and I don't mean beauty, like physical. I mean, like (laughs) in their heart, like all my friends, if not, they won't be my friends, but you know, I have beautiful friends. Look at Lola. So, (laughs) thank you. Um, it's, after I'm confident in myself, I can reach out to others. And that's when you can, you know, bring people to Christ. Because there's some questions people will ask you <laughs> as a Christian. That you really need that confidence. Like, you need to know confidence. Like, sometimes, I remember, they just ask questions that, you know, if you're not even confident, you waver. Have you ever you met will. guys, guys <laughs> that want to talk to you and they're legit breaking down why Christianity is, like, is not a good religion or, you know, Oh, you know, you're believing in an invisible... Like, you've not seen people, you know, come to you or move to you with that energy. I'm not ugly. So, <laughs> it's like you'll get them, the ones that just want to talk to you for a good time. And then, you know, when they realize you're a Christian, they now start dicing down your beliefs for you. And for me, at this point in my work, I tell them, it's not up to question anymore. Like, I don't need you to help me identify it or define it or, you know, don't question it. I've questioned it for myself and it's good for me. And so I'll see that, you know, that self-confidence, it's very, it's invaluable. Like, it's something that I think you genuinely need as a person, as a Christian. And do you have a question for me? This one you're looking at. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I, I could just relate because I was... Definitely thinking about saying, and you just say it has like the spirit is one. Like I wanted to say, you can make friends with anybody. Like to me, I, I there was a time I preached in church about the friends you keep, and I was saying the friends I keep won't impact me negatively. Before I make friends with you, I'll make sure I have a good standing with Christ. If you are a new Christian and you are still learning about Christ, still growing your self confidence, I don't advise you to start making friends with. The people that are still the people that we're still in they, that are still in the vomit you are still recovering from because it makes you more susceptible to fall back to temptation because you will be thinking you'll be able to influence them and develop their confidence but before you'll be able to influence other people Do make sure influence. you will not be 
influenced too. And that comes from like your esteem, like your worth. You yeah, your your worth. You already know who you are in Christ. You are a new creation in Christ. All, all things have passed away. So sometimes you say, okay, I'm, I'm a new creation in Christ. I, I, I accepted Jesus yesterday. Or maybe I accepted Jesus into my life last week. I, I kind of, I'm in this school, I'm in, I'm in this Christian, campus Christian fellowship where when you give your life to Christ today, they do the six weeks or eight weeks program, they call it the Antioch program. So in that program, you learn more about Christ and your identity in Christ. So that's the next step for you to learn more about Christ, to do your quiet time, to read the Bible, to communicate with him. The next step is not for you to start saying, okay, I need to win soul for Christ. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> there are people that were I Christians before you. See, winning soul for Christ is, to me, I believe I can win soul for Christ with my lifestyle, right? Like people look at me. People don't need to read the Bible most of the time. They don't need to read the Bible. If you, if you tell people I am a Christian, they will say, okay, and you will not know, but people are watching you. <laughs> you just don't know. They will, they will then be watching you, your, your attitude, your reactions to things happening. And by your actions, they judge you with it that, okay, this person is truly a child of God. That's why it's very important. I think even, you know, developing self-confidence. Now, since we're talking about youth, oh, <laughs> Did I say it? Is there any storage for? No, I didn't. You didn't see? Mm-mm. <gasps> Dang. Why do I feel like we have to do this again? <laughs> Alright, so I was going to talk about um one aspect of developing self-confidence or one part of you know youth, since we're talking about youth. I feel like their self-confidence is low, is in approaching relationships. Please do not get into a relationship if you do not have your self-confidence. If you have not identified your self-worth, streamline it to your self-esteem. If you haven't identified your self-worth, please do not get into a relationship. Now, the beauty of self-confidence and self-worth is that you know what you deserve at every point in time. You know, you will not take less than you deserve. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna keep our wish just stuff like this? Okay. See, that's it. That record, right? Yeah, that did. So, um, I was saying one thing about the youth now. Wow. I didn't have a last sentence. One thing about the youth now that I have realized is um we need to develop self confidence. It stopped again. Mm. All right. So what I was saying um is one of the one of the biggest aspects of being a youth and developing self confidence comes into play when we talk about relationships, like with the opposite sex, is that when you define your self worth, when you define your self esteem, you have self esteem, you know what works for you, and you know what you deserve in a relationship. You know the kind of man that is for you. You know, you know, you know what to take and what not to take. You have your boundaries. If you don't fully know yourself and you don't know your worth, you'd accept anybody and anything. Mm. And honestly, that's how you're going to miss what God has in store for you. When you're going to miss the partner that God has created specifically for you based on the worth that you are. So I would say that um, you know, as youth, one of the biggest things is self-confidence because 
I've had guys that have tried to talk to me and you know really all they want to do is offer me less than I deserve because <laughs> I'm a princess in Christ <laughs> yes that's the spirit <laughs> Like, <laughs> I, I really can't accept less than I'm worth, especially because financially I can't afford myself. So what else are you bringing to the table? You know? mm-hmm. And, you know, with that confidence of, you know, I know who I am. I have, you know, a guy that I was talking to that, you know, was trying to question my Christian beliefs as well. In fact, I wasn't talking to him to even date him, just friends. Mm-hmm. And then he was trying to move on. And then, you know, he was questioning my Christian beliefs. Oh, do I really understand what I'm listening <laughs> to, what I'm believing in? And one thing is that he wasn't a Christian. And I know, because I understand my own stuff, I know the kind of partner that I want for myself. And so I will not take anyone that, you know, is not a Christian or who cannot respect the beliefs that I have. Even if, oh, it's a joke to you or, or you don't believe in it, you will respect it. You know, so I definitely think, just to round up that, one aspect that, one thing, one benefit of developing your self-esteem. Now, we've talked about how to develop it, you know, in Christ and all of mm-hmm. that. But one thing about developing your self-esteem is that it, it, uh, it dictates what you would accept. And what you will not accept. You will not take less than your worth. You will not take less than you deserve. And that's when you really see the blessings of God. Because being even with a job, you have more clarity when God tells you to do something. Because you know, okay, this is who I am. This is who I am in Christ. This is who God designed me to be. And so once you know that, you know, you have more clarity. When you hear the devil say, oh, go and wear this thing and go and, you know, meet that man. You know, some people disturb them. them. They will deceive themselves into thinking oh you know god can bless me through a man too <laughs> you know because the devil can't put those thoughts in your head that you know god has to bless the man to bless you so you know it's just something small you have to do you know you just can't but you know <laughs> when you understand you know christ you have your self-confidence you know what you will take in a relationship it makes it better it makes it easier and it makes it more beautiful you know, you even understand the design for relationships or the design for, you know, mm-hmm. companionship or courtship between, you know, a man and a woman. It's in that self-confidence and it's in when you carry yourself, it's attractive. That's another importance of developing your self-confidence. It's extremely attractive. Even for me, when I see a girl, mm-hmm. I've seen girls that, you know, carry themselves. And one of the biggest things is posture, you know, you're confident. And I see those girls and, you know, I know that they know their worth. And the men around them know that they know their worth. And they know that if they are not worth it, they know if they don't have good intentions towards them, they know that if they do not deserve them, they will not approach Exactly. They won't approach you. They won't approach you. Yeah, exactly. So definitely um, self-confidence as a young person, it helps so much with your you know, your relationship, if you want to go into one with the boundaries that you set, even for friends and, you know, for family, because people can take advantage of you when you say you're a Christian. You know, self-confidence in Christ, self-confidence in yourself, understanding your self-worth. Altogether, um, I think that's what I have for you today, what we have for you today. Thank is... you. Thank you very much, Sam Holy, for coming to you're this welcome. episode with us. So... This, I have learned a lot from Sangoli today. I don't know if you guys learned so, but I've learned enough. So before we end this episode, I'm going to leave you guys with one fact from the Bible. And that's from Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7. It says, Blessed is he who trusts God and has confidence in him. So 
with a Christian, if you are a Christian and you don't have self-confidence in God, I really don't know what else you're going to have. Because developing your self-confidence in Christ is very important and very crucial. Thank exactly. It's very, very important. And your your self-esteem too, self-confidence and self-esteem, they work hand in hand. Without one, you can have the other. If you have low self-esteem, your self-confidence will definitely be low. So that's all we have for you guys in this episode. Thank you so much for listening to us. See you in the next episode. Bye.